Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Michael Amadeus Show, episode 458. Remember. In early May 1868, General John A. Logan, who was a leader of an organization for Civil War veterans from the North, called for a nationwide day of remembrance to take place later in that month. He said, quote, the 30th of May, 1868, is designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet churchyard in the land. He christened that day, May 30th, 1868, as Decoration Day, and that date was chosen because it wasn't the anniversary of any particular battle. On the first observance of the day, General James Garfield gave a speech at Arlington National Cemetery, and around 20,000 Union and Confederate soldiers had their graves decorated by nearly 5,000 participants. Now, many northern states had similar kind of events and reprised the tradition in subsequent years, and by 1890, each one had made a Decoration Day an official state holiday. Southern states, on the other hand, continued to honor their dead on separate days until after World War I, which makes sense. This went on for many years, and right around the time of World War I, this became a more important thing for the entire nation. It stopped being focused even on the Civil War and more focused on the fallen soldiers of major conflicts from our country in general. In 1971, the Uniform Monday Holiday Act went into effect, which was essentially passed in, in uh, 1968, that established Memorial Day as the last Monday in May in order to give a three-day weekend for federal employees. The same act declared Memorial Day a federal holiday. Now, I want to say that, you know, being raised in a family of creative people, of artists, we never had disdain for the military, but I believe we were always very um, kind of suspicious about those who would sell their ability to um, create violence to somebody who would pay them, and which is kind of a messed up way of thinking when you, when you really dive into it. That's not at all what it is. Maybe that would be on a more mercenary level. Now, of course, soldiers have to contend with the idea that they are working for the interests of the United States. But it wasn't until later, when I started reading journals, um, when I started reading autobiographies and accounts of soldiers who had been at war, when I started meeting them, and I started talking to them and seeing what the depth of their heart really was, that I began to form an immense, immense respect and a depth of gratitude. I had wanted to join the military um, in my middle 20s. I'm unable to because of um, you know, effects of cancer when I was a child and surgeries and things. They, I just simply am not allowed to join. I had wanted to, and I think it would have been great for me. But I definitely look on days like today at the people who not only were part of the military, but who gave everything in the line of service. I want to read you some poetry from them, and in a way I kind of want to commemorate my grandfathers. They did not die. They were veterans. But the service was something that still really connected with them in my conversations with them. And 
uh, they were willing to lose it. They were willing to lose it all. And my, uh, my maternal grandfather, he did get very, very injured. It really changed his life and uh, kind of really informed everything else from then on out. But even though they did not die, their, the strength of their remembering on days like today was very inspiring. And in that tradition, I want to read you some poetry. Deal with it as the way an artist does on this Memorial Day. Let's call this Remember. Remember me. I am the fallen soldier, sailor, airman, and marine. Remember me. I'm the one who held the line. Sometimes I volunteered. Sometimes I went because I was told to go. But when the nation called, I answered. In order to serve, I left behind the family, friends, and freedom that so many take for granted. Over time, I used different weapons, a sword, a musket, a bayonet, a rifle, a machine gun. Often, I marched into battle on foot, countless miles, across whole continents. I had little water and even less food, but it did not matter. We had a job to do. Other times, I rode to battle on horseback or in wagons, sometimes on trains, later in tanks and in jeeps and Humvees. In earlier wars, my ships were made of wood and powered by the wind. Later, they were made of steel and powered by diesel fuel or the atom. I even took to the air and mastered the sky in planes, helicopters, and jets. The machines of war evolved and changed with the times. But remember that it was always me, the warrior, that had to fight our nation's enemies. I fought at Lexington and Concord as our nation was born. I crossed the Delaware on Christmas Day in 1776. Freedom was on our side. I defended the Chattahoochee River in the War of 1812. I would stand again. In the Civil War, I fought with my brothers and against my brothers. At Gettysburg and Shiloh and Bull Run, I learned that we must never again divide. In World War I, I marched on the Marne and held the line at Bella Wood. The war to end all wars, they called it. I just called it hell. In World War II, I fought everywhere, from the beaches of Normandy and the Battle of the Bulge to the sands of Iwo Jima and the hell of Guadalcanal. I stood against tyranny and kept darkness from consuming the world. In Korea, I landed at Incheon and broke out of the Chuzon Reservoir. They called it the Forgotten War, but I never forgot. Vietnam, I went and I fought in the Mekong Delta and at the La Drang and Kisan Hamburger Hill. Some say my country wavered, but I did not waver. Ever. In the recent past, I fought in Grenada, Panama, Somalia, and other desperate places around the globe. And finally, I fought in Iraq and Afghanistan, in Baghdad, Fallujah, and Ramadi, and Kunar, Helmand, and Kandahar. As technology advanced, I used night vision goggles and global positioning systems and drones and lasers and thermal optics, but it was still me, a human being, that did the work. It was me that patrolled up the mountains or across the desert and through the streets. 
It was me that suffered in the merciless heat and the bitter cold. It was me that went out, night after night, to confront our nation's enemies and confront evil face to face. It was me. Remember me. I was a warrior. But also remember that I was not only a warrior. I was not just a soldier, sailor, airman, or marine. Remember also that I was a son, a brother, a father. I was a daughter, a sister, a mother. I was a person like you, a real person with hopes and dreams for the future. I wanted to have children. I wanted to watch my children grow up. I wanted to see my son score a touchdown or shoot the winning basket. I wanted to walk my daughter down the aisle. I wanted to kiss my wife again. I wanted to grow old with her and be there to hold her hand when life grew hard. When I told her I would be with her until the end, I meant it. When I told my children I would always be there for them, I meant it. But I gave that all away, all of it, on that distant battlefield, on some God-forsaken patch of dirt, amongst the fear and the fire and the bullets, or in the sky above enemy territory filled with flak or in the unforgiving sea where we fought against the enemy and against the depths of the abyss. There, in those awful places, I held the line. I did not waver, and I did not hesitate. I, soldier, sailor, airman, or marine, I stood my ground and sacrificed my life, my future, my hopes, my dreams. I sacrificed everything for you. This Memorial Day, remember me, the fallen warrior. And remember me not for my sake, but for yours. Remember what I sacrificed so you can truly appreciate the incredible treasures you have. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You have the joys of life, the joys that I gave up, so that you can relish in them. A cool wind in the air, the gentle spring grass on your bare feet, the warm summer sun on your face, family, friends, and freedom. Never forget where it all came from. It came from sacrifice, the supreme sacrifice. Don't waste it. Don't waste any of your time on this earth. Live a life that honors the sacrifice of our fallen heroes. Remember them always and make every day Memorial Day. That last piece was written by Jocko Willink, retired Navy SEAL commander in the Battle of Ramadi in Iraq. This next piece is by Robert Frost. It's called A Soldier. He is that fallen lance that lies as hurled, that lies unlifted now, come dew, come rust, but still lies pointed as it plowed the dust. If we who sight along and round the world see nothing worthy to have been its mark, 
It is because, like men, we look too near, forgetting that is fitted to the sphere our missiles always make too short an arc. They fall, they rip the grass, they intersect. The curve of the earth and striking break their own. They make us cringe for metal point on stone. But this we know, the obstacle that checked and tripped the body, shot the spirit on, further than target ever showed or shown. These next two are from Wilford Owen. This first is called Anthem for Doomed Youth. What passing bells for these who die as cattle? Only the monstrous anger of the guns, only the stuttering rifle's rapid rattle can patter out their hasty orisons. No mockeries now for them, no prayers, nor bells, nor any voice of mourning save the choirs, the shrill, demented choirs of wailing shells and bugles calling for them from sad shires. What candles may be held to speed them all? Not in the hands of boys, but in their eyes shall shine the holy glimmers of goodbyes. The pallor of girls' brows shall be their pale their flowers of tenderness of patient minds and each slow dusk a drawing down of blinds and to me one of the most heartbreaking by Owens called Futility move him into the sun gently its touch awoke him once at home whispering of fields unsown. Always it woke him, even in France, until this moment in this snow. If anything might rouse him now, the kind old sun will know. Think how it wakes the seeds, woke once, the clays of a cold star, our limbs so dear achieved, our sides, full nerved, still warm, too hard to stir. Was it for this the clay grew tall? Oh, what made fatuous sunbeams toil to break earth's sleep at all? And finally, the creed. I could have gone on for hours reciting the creeds of all of the different armed forces and the different uh, creeds they're in. But I chose the U.S. Army, the Soldier's Creed. I am an American soldier. I am a warrior and a member of a team. I serve the people of the United States and live the Army values. I will always place the mission first. I will never accept defeat. I will never quit. I will never leave a fallen comrade. I am disciplined, physically and mentally tough, trained and proficient in my warrior tasks and drills. I always maintain my arms, my equipment, and myself. I am an expert, and I am a professional. I stand ready to deploy, engage, and destroy the enemies of the United States of America in close combat. I am a guardian of freedom and the American way of life. I am an American soldier.
this Memorial Day. Let us remember what we have. Let us strive to live by the examples of those who show up and are willing to sacrifice to make lives better. We might not be soldiers in a physical sense, but we can be soldiers in our own ways. How do we show up for those that we can help? How do we make the world better? And how do we hold ourselves to a high, high standard? If you want to send me a message, you can. MichaelAmaday.com. Go into the contact form. It's a good way to get me. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, consider listening to my radio show, World Poetry Open Mic. We broadcast every Friday, with the exception of this next Friday. We'll be returning um, not on the 31st, but on the 7th. You can find us at WorldPoetryOpenMic.net. We broadcast at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. But for this podcast, the next episode will be tomorrow. So until then, keep living authentically and keep living creatively.